An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. And everyone is probably going to think a million scenarios about this episode called Crazy Ex-Girlfriends. Alright, so I had a nice little situation that I had to deal with. And I'm not even mad about it. I feel like because I've been there and I've been in this girl's shoes... I can't even be mad because it really hurts my heart that she's hurting. Um, I got shit from a girl on Instagram going off on me thinking that I fucked her man. When I am friends with him, I've never touched him nor even kissed the guy. We've never hung out alone. We've always hung out with a group of people because we have the same mutual friends And I know he's got a situation with his ex that he keeps going on and off because there'll be times where he will tell me about it and tell me how crazy she is. And I'm like, "Uh, you ain't got to tell me about crazy. I know all about crazy. And he's like, no, like she's fucking crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. But whatever. So this is the situation. This guy, we're going to call him Lucas. (laughs) We're going to call him Lucas. That's not his real name, but we're going to go with it. So Lucas, um has been dating this girl on and off and apparently it's been like this for over a year I think and I don't know why they just won't fucking work it out but there's definitely trust issues and yeah I'm not gonna lie he's been flirting with me really hard and you could tell like if the opportunity was to fuck me he probably would but I've never given him that opportunity um so he sees me out across the bar last weekend and he makes eye contact and texts me and he knows that I'm a little pissed off at him because the last time we talked he was like asking to hang out and all this stuff and then that's when I found out about the ex and then I found out that my number was blocked and then a couple days later he would be like hey what are you doing and I don't know if you guys follow my Instagram but I actually posted a screenshot on there when He's like, where are you at? All I responded back was no. And he's like, what? What did I do? Well, clearly you don't know what you did because I was blocked. So you didn't get to read my text messages. But I'm not dealing with no guy who's got drama with his ex. Because I've been in her shoes. And not to defend her because I'm pretty sure people are going to write me after this episode and be like, why are you being so nice about it? Because I was in her position before. So when I dated an ex of mine, I was so broken from the on and off, the back and forth, the mind games, the fucking trust issues that I would find out in like two days of us breaking up that he's already like texting the girl, asking her to hang out, saying that I'm crazy and I would message the girl and I would fucking go off on her and it's not even her fault, but I would be like flipping out on the girl saying, you know, like, oh, he thinks this of you, and he said this of you, and sending screenshots of, like, proving my relationship with him, like he was fucking God or something. And I noticed that when this girl wrote me, she is not ready to be healed yet from this because of the way she handled it when I did respond to her. 
So when I was doing that to people or to girls, I would block them right away because I didn't want to hear what they had to say or whatever. I just wanted them to know that I was in the picture. That right there shows that you are not ready to heal yet. You need to go through this a couple more times to fucking understand that it's not the girl's problem. It's actually your problem. I'm not even going to say it's the guy's problem either. It's your problem because you're allowing this to happen. If you tell a guy, I am done with you, I want nothing to do with you, we're over, guess what he's going to do? He's going to act like it's fucking over. So don't tell guys it's over, we're done, unless you fucking mean it. If you can see them fucking another girl, if you can see them on a date with another girl, don't fucking tell them that you're done, that the relationship is over. Don't do that because you are just fucking ruining it for yourself, for your own feelings because you guess what? Your feelings are going to get so fucking hurt for saying that. Trying to act tough, trying to act like he ain't shit to you is not the way to go about it when he is shit to you. When he does mean a lot to you. You shouldn't act a certain way just to come off as a badass and then later get butt hurt when they actually took you seriously. So Saturday night I went out and I had to work at 7 in the morning on Sunday. So I was not trying to go crazy or anything he sees me out and he tells me about an after party and he sends me the address to his friend's house about the after party the text messages you can see it which i'm sure she saw i'll tell you the story about what happened to her and him but i'm just telling you in order of the night in the text message he sends me the address he tells me to come over to his friend's house for an after party me and my friends ended up not going there i ended up just going home going to bed because i had to work early in the morning I wake up and I had three missed calls, couple tech messages saying, where are you at? Angie in caps. Why aren't you answering? Where are you? I just sent you the address. Why aren't you here? Okay. Didn't even respond because I had to work at seven in the morning and I know he's not going to be awake at seven in the morning. So I was like, when I get off work, I will let him know that I had to work early, which probably should have told him, Hey, I have to work in the morning. I just didn't want him to convince me otherwise. So I just didn't say anything. And then I get off work about 3 o'clock and my phone is blown up on Instagram, text messages, phone calls, and voicemail. One nice, very special voicemail. And um, I get a message from her on Instagram and she's like, let me read it to you. The message says, I am with Lucas right now and you left this morning thinking you're so special, lol. Just tried to call you off his phone, but you didn't want to talk. How disappointing. And now he's blocked you on everything, you stupid bitch, LMAO. I finally respond and I said, I was in my own bed last night. He was obviously with another girl, but bless your heart. And then she said, well, he blocked you and then talked so much shit about you, laughing emoji. Good luck. He is a drug dealer and getting reported to the police, especially after he put his hands on me today. So might want to let him know he's getting reported. And then she said, I have a job and can support myself. And his income is only from selling weed. So I'm calling the cops and let him know that I'm calling the cops. I blocked him on everything. He's still trying to call me on unknown numbers. He can just fucking chill. So I wrote back and I said, look, I used to be just like you with my ex. It got so toxic 
that it was never going to work. My insecurities killed me in that relationship because I always thought he was with everybody. Sometimes he was and sometimes he wasn't. I would message girls just like you did to me and flip the fuck out and that's why I can't even be mad at you. I'm telling you right now, girl, get out before it gets too late, before it ruins you. The reason why I say that she is not ready to heal is because she blocked me right after that. And I noticed that when I was ready to heal from that situation, I would hear the girl's side of the story, especially after so many girls that you go off on, you freaking at one point were like, you know what, I want to hear what the fuck this, this girl's got to say. All the stories are the same. And they're like, I don't know. He started messaging me. We're friends. We've never done anything. Da, 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 da. And I wouldn't end up the conversations with either being friends with them or being kosher with them and being civil with them because it's not their fucking fault. It's my fault that I'm allowing this to happen. That's when I knew that I was ready to heal. This girl is not ready to heal. Like I show this to friends and they're like, well, she should just listen to your podcast because she'll probably relate to a lot of your stories and she can probably heal from that. And I was like, no, she's not ready to heal. And the first thing that came out of my mind was like Kevin Hart. No, she's not ready. <laughs> like she's not ready. She needs to go through this a little bit more because the fact that she didn't want to hear at all what I had to say. And when I did tell her that I haven't touched her guy and we're friends, she continued going off about him it's like she didn't believe it so she's not ready to heal yet and sometimes we have to go through things a couple of times to learn our fucking lessons and believe me I've learned that about life life will hand you so many similar situations until you're like I fucking get it I learned my lesson I'm gonna do something different now if she was ready to heal right now she would have handled it different with me would appreciate it that I even responded to her and then would finally be like you know what I can't keep going back with him so after that I look on my missed calls and it's a missed call from Lucas and I'm like well, why is he calling me probably to explain to me what's going on and left a voice message well the voice message was a fucking argument between the two of them talking about why he follows me on Instagram and that he fucked me and he's arguing back like no I swear in my life I never fucked her which he's never touched me like I said we never were alone we were never one-on-one -on -one. and let alone that we've never even fucking kissed maybe flirt text message here and there see him out in public that's it nothing more and she's arguing with him about how she knows that he fucked me and how she knows that I was there the night before when I was in my fucking bed probably on my third dream listening to my meditation fucking videos by the way this week I've been really into some spiritual awakening uh development shit right now so that's where my focus is at clearly this girl's focus probably should be there too but she's young so okay and the voicemail is like her flipping out on him saying fuck you fuck you and he's like get out of my house Apparently, she went to his house right when he went to walk his dog, broke a lot of shit, and then thought that I was there because she went through his phone and read the text messages of him sending me the address to an after party. And then there was no communication, so she thought there was no communication because I was with him. So she assumed that I left that morning. <laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, clearly she knows his address if she fucking read the text messages and saw the address he sent me it wasn't the fucking address where he lives but all right it was actually his best friend's address 
Anyways, so I don't know if you guys know this, but copyright reasonings. When you leave someone a voice message, even if it's not on purpose, even if it's accidentally, if it says a phone number on there of one person's talking on the voicemail and that's the number that they called, you have legal rights to use that anywhere because when they leave a message, they give you the rights to use their message, their audio. So when someone leaves you a voice message, they give you the legal rights to whatever because it it's like you're signing an invisible paper saying, here's a voicemail, you can hear it, and wherever you put this voicemail is fine because I'm leaving it to you. Well, they fucked up on that part because as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, amazing content for Wednesday's episode. Great, awesome, going to use it. So anyone out there, don't fucking drunk dial me and leave me a voice message because if you piss me off, I'm going to probably post it. And I'm not even pissed off. I just want to share because I know there's a lot of girls out there because I was hurt before. I want to share this story and show you how hurt she sounds and he's actually being very fucking honest and how crazy she's acting over nothing because obviously the relationship is ruined and the trust is not there. So here's the voice message. messages I finally get a text message from Lucas saying call me please and at this point I'm like I don't know if this is her I don't know if this is him what the fuck so my phone starts ringing I'm like okay good let's fucking deal with this shit head on whether it's her or him but his text message just says oh my god fucking call me please she's a fucking psycho dude she stormed in my house and then he calls me and he's like explain to me what happened apparently she broke all his shit she waited for him to walk the dog to run inside and look through his phone and assume the worst shit and then she started breaking crap and blah 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 and then after we got off the phone i was like look i'm at work like i'll talk to you later he's like i'm so sorry in tech message i told her me and you have never done a thing and i never once talked crap about you i don't know why she said that He's like, I'm not dealing with it. I can't deal with her anymore. She keeps breaking my shit and just ruining my fucking day and ruining my place now. 
He's like, again, I'm sorry for real. I'm so sorry. He starts text messaging me the next day saying, what are you doing, babe? Oh, now I'm babe. Oh, look, I'm the replacement. Oh, okay. Even though we haven't fucking done a thing. And then he's asking me to hang out and he's like, let's hang out. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything because I have to work the next day at 7 a.m. also. And I really don't feel like being killed by your fucking ex-girlfriend. So I probably shouldn't. I find out a day or two after that, the crazy ex is trying to get him back. So the on and off relationship, they're probably on for like two days. By the weekend, it'll probably be done. Who knows? Not my fucking problem. But this is exactly what I mean about... If you're dealing with an ex, if you can't see your ex-girl with another guy, then stop hitting fucking girls up. My ex would do the same shit. He would be, like, drunk at my patio, telling me he loves me, telling me all this shit, but yet he'd be messaging girls on the side. And then two days later, we're back in full relationship, posting it on Facebook, Facebook official. So I understand what she's going through, but for guys out there, If you know that your ex does not mean, hey, we're done, it's over, and you know in two days you're probably going to be talking again or whatever. Apparently, there's rumor going around that this girl might be pregnant. I don't know. But if there's some situation where it might be forever, you have to deal with this fucking crazy nut, then you should probably not message girls. And, I mean, yeah, we never did anything. He can message whoever he wants. But... Don't put more fuel in the fire when you don't need to because that bitch is full of fire. She's a fucking dragon spitting out fireballs 100 miles per hour. So this is what I mean about girls. Don't say it's over unless you fucking mean it. And guys, don't message girls when you know the relationship you're in is not over. Especially maybe she might be pregnant because that's what she's going around telling people. Deal with your shit and then when you know it's fucking over and you know that that person's blocked and you know that person can't come to your house and start shit. Like start distancing away from them. If you're really fucking done, don't respond to them and be fucking done. Then start talking to girls because you're going to get yourself a horrible reputation of a fuckboy. And I don't think this guy is a fuckboy at all because he was 100% honest in this voice message. He was 100% honest with her. He didn't lie to her. He didn't fuck me. So I don't know about any other girls that he might be fucking, but I know he didn't fuck me. I don't know much about their past relationship. All I know from his friends and from him is that they're always on and off, always drama, Always some shit. She apparently goes through all of his Instagram followers too. And I think I've been deleted twice from him and re-added. And the last time he added me was a few days ago. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm tired of approving this fucking request. So the moral of this fucking story is don't involve more people when you have a crazy ex-girlfriend. This can go with crazy ex-boyfriends as well. If you know it's going to fucking make them go insane, why do it? I do crazy shit all the time, probably more in the past. Past couple, I'm going to say six months to a year, I haven't been so bad. Knock on wood. Because I've been working on myself and I'm working on my personal growth. I've been working on being a better person. Yes, I fail all the times. 
Not too long ago, I went off on a best friend of mine and said some horrible fucking shit because that's what us Geminis do. We fucking are swords with our tongue. And I'm still working on that, so I'm not there yet. But when it's your time to heal and work on yourself, you will. What can you get from this story I'm telling you is if you know it's going to cause drama, if you know it's going to cause problems, don't fucking do it. Not because you think something's going to come out with that person. In respect of humanity, in respect of the love you did have for that girl or for that guy. Yes, I love it when a guy tells me my ex is crazy because at one point I was told that from guys and the girl was actually not crazy or the girl was completely opposite and he was the one crazy about her. Or in many of situations that I've had, every ex of mine can probably say that I'm a crazy ex because I act out on my emotions and because when I see something, I'm not going to just hold it in and wait for you to come to me. No. So that can be categorized as crazy. Crazy ex-girlfriends are not mentally crazy. They are broken. You can hear in her voice how broken she is. Yes, she's screaming, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like a crazy person. But because she's got so much emotions locked in her fucking body that she doesn't know how to release them. So she releases them by yelling, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Which I've done so many times because you don't have the fucking words to say what you really feel. But it's fucking anger. And I don't blame the girl, so I can't even be mad at her. She blocked me on Instagram, so there's no way for me to communicate with her. And not only that, I'm not going to go out of my fucking way over someone that doesn't respect what I have to say about it. So guys, make sure a crazy ex-girlfriend is not crazy because what you're doing to her. A lot of guys say, my crazy ex, yet you're the reason why she's crazy. You're giving her reasons why she's crazy. Yes, he did not do anything with me. Yes, he did not fuck me, nor touch me, nor kiss me, no nothing. But the fact that he knows that this is so back and forth and he starts talking to other girls and trying to hang out with them because what if I did go to that after party? Not saying I would have fucked him, but in his situation, from his side, what if I did go to that party? What if I was an easy girl and I spread legs to him? What would happen? He would have fucking done it probably because he's a dude. And he's probably trying to get over the girl so he'll find any hole he can put his dick in to try to get over her. Because I am who I am, he was honest about that. But would he have been honest if I did go to the party and if I was easy? I don't know. But don't give her more shit to fucking be crazy about. If you know that you can go and sleep with a girl and it's not even gonna fucking make you think twice to make that decision to fuck somebody else and you know in two days you're all gonna be talking again or doing it again or whatever talking about being together again then you are the problem because you're giving her reasons to be crazy she's got her own healing to do and he has his own work to be done to make up his mind he needs to make up his mind if he's really done with her whether he believes her or not that she's done is he done with her and is he really ready to meet another girl if he is talk to all the girls you fucking want just don't allow that ex to come back in your fucking life because and then you're going to be going back and forth and you're involving way more people that needs to be involved because a relationship is two people not fucking three not fucking four and not like three other girls plus ten like no so I'm not sitting here preaching like, oh, I'm great, I'm amazing, I'm a great person, and these people need fucking healing. I need healing in different areas that, you know, in different episodes I talk about. These two have healing that they need to do as well. So if you can relate, if you're in a similar situation, sit back, 
Think for a second. Don't fucking think with your dick. Don't fucking think, oh my God, he's fucking everyone. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. Think for a second out of the box and be like, what am I doing wrong in this situation? Or you can think, what am I doing to continue behavior like that? You need to think, what can I do right now to change his behavior or the situation. Well, what I would recommend for her, because I'm not a therapist, I'm not a fucking relationship professional, I would say that she needs to find out why she has trust issues because I'm not seeing why, not because, you know, my thoughts matter, but if she does have trust issues, is it because he has fucked people before? I don't know, because he didn't fuck me, so I don't know the other situation. Find out why you have trust issues with this guy. Why do you think he automatically fucked someone a day after you telling him it's over? Which, I mean, that's a guy for you, but all right. And then think, why am I telling him it's over when my heart is not over? And why am I putting all this anger on him and then on her when she has nothing to do with my relationship? She doesn't owe me shit is what she needs to be thinking. I don't owe her this girl shit. She was lucky that I even responded to her. And the fact that I responded to her nicely, she is bonus lucky for that. Because I don't owe her shit. I don't owe her an explanation. I'm not fucking dating her. I don't owe her shit. If I wanted to be an easy bitch and I wanted to fuck him, I could have or would have. I don't owe her anything. And that's the healing that she needs to do. The healing that she needs to do is step out of her fucking victim mindset and think, what am I doing to continue this behavior and the situation to keep going the way it's going in cycles? And what can I do to change it? Well, for one, stop telling him it's over when you know it's not over. For two, find out your trust issues, where they're coming from. Is it something with you, something with your childhood, or is it really something with this guy? You realize what your issue is. If it's you, then you work on you. But if it's him, he's giving you reasons not to trust, then you need to rethink what the future is going to look like for you too. Do you really think you can marry someone and be with them forever in marriage and think, I can trust him when he goes out with his friends that he's not going to fuck any girl. If you don't think in five years you can be in that situation with him, then just tell him it's over like you did, but mean it this time. If your heart still loves what your mind doesn't agree with, I totally fucking get it. That's something I'm working on too. See a therapist. See what you need to do from that. That's what I think she needs to do. Now he needs to step out of the box as well and analyze the situation why she's going crazy yes he was honest but have I given this girl any reasons to think I am fucking every girl out here also what was the argument before that that made her say it's over was it another chick and if it is a bunch of chicks that's in your fucking life or past with her why are there other women involved and why isn't she your priority Why isn't she the only one in your life? Why is there other females? Oh, because she breaks up with me all the time. Let's just say that's the scenario. Okay, why is she breaking up with you? Because she's crazy. No, that's not a fucking answer. There's something that makes her crazy. If it's because she always thinks you're fucking people, maybe 9 out of 10 you don't, but there was this one time you did and or you cheated or you gave her insecurities, that's the root of the fucking problem. Find the root of the problem. Find out why she's being crazy towards you like that. Because I just heard a story the other day about a crazy bitch who literally 
drove this guy's car into a lake because he cheated and they were only dating for three weeks. Don't pursue a fucking crazy bitch because then you're going to see her fucking crazy side, I promise. And then someone's going to end up in jail and that's just not fucking worth it. Find out what her issues are. What is the reasoning that she always keeps breaking up with you? And why this relationship is so back and forth? Why is it on and off? Is it communication? Is it loyalty? Is it cheating? Is it trust issues? What's the trust issue? Who fucked up? Because sometimes, shit, I've heard situations where the girl's cheated and then when she gets back with her ex, she's insecure that he's going to cheat so she acts crazy. So fucking find out the root of the trust issues. It can be so many different scenarios and I'm not going to sit here and name every fucking one of them. And then for a second think, what can I do to make the situation better? Do I really love this girl? Can I really make her the only one even though she's probably batshit crazy, even though she's probably going to give me so much shit, but I'm willing to go through that with her until she fucking trusts me because I've given her insecurities. If it's something that she's dealing with personally and nothing to do with you, then you need to analyze that and be like, Do I want to be with somebody who has obviously problems they need to work on themselves? That has nothing to do with me. That scenario is probably best to just walk away. But if it's something you did to her, then own up to your shit because a lot of fucking guys can't own up to their shit. Own up to your fuck up. Own up to the reason why she's crazy is because you've given her the reasons. And ask yourself, how can I make this better? I'm not going to lie. Me saying this out loud right now is just coming out of me like fucking, like, diarrhea of the mouth. That was a bad example. More like, um... A water faucet. I don't know. Anyways, the fact that I'm saying this and it's coming so natural to me to say this, it makes me really proud of myself. I want to pat myself in the back. Good job, Angie. Good job. So guys, find out why your on and off relationship is not working out. Find out the root of the problem. Find out if it's really you that's fucking making this bitch crazy as fuck. This guy crazy as fuck. Make sure that you know the root of the problem. And if it's something that they're dealing with or something from their childhood or something that they dealt with from the last relationship that they were with, ask yourself, do I love myself enough to deal with someone who is mirroring what their ex did to them to me and walk away? I know it's easier said than done, but I'm just saying. Because like I said earlier, life will give you the same situations over and over and over again until you fucking learn your lesson. And until you learn it, you'll probably go through that shit like 13 times and I've probably gone through it like 15 (laughs) but now I know if I get in a relationship and there's already trust issues if we're both not willing to work on those trust issues because I'm not saying you can't come back from trust issues yes you can you can come back from not trusting someone at one point in my life years ago I was dating someone who did not cheat we had a little break of a month and in that month he was talking to so many girls and it gave me so many insecurities so when we got back together I was constantly checking his social media and it got to a point where a whole month went by I got so bored looking at his social media because there was no girls in the dms no girls messaging no girls commenting liking that I didn't fucking know no requests nothing after a month I stopped looking at his shit because I got so bored with it because he was being so good and faithful And guess what? That was the only time that I was able to turn the trust issues around. And that wasn't even that he fucked up or cheated. No, I just had those issues because I saw what he was able to do without me. So I'm not saying there's not a way to reverse the trust issues. There is. But you both have to be willing to work it out. So when I was going through my ex's social media when we were together and I was trying to build trust, which I know it's a very fucked up way to build trust. But for me, that's the way it works because I have a fucked up brain. He had to deal with my crazy, my questions and all that for a good month until 
it stopped because I proved to myself that he wasn't doing anything because he didn't even know I was going through his social media because I had his password. Yes, that's fucked up. I'm not saying go do that because you're probably going to get your feelings hurt. Don't do that. But that was the only way that I was able to come back from trust issues. And I 100% trusted that man from that day on. I trusted him completely because I knew that if that first month he wasn't trying to be with anybody else or talking to other people or trying to have a plan B in case plan A didn't work, I knew I could trust him. I'm sure there's other ways out there to fix the trust issues, but it's not impossible. Fix the trust issues, and if you can't, it's best to find somebody else. Because in two episodes ago, that episode I was telling you about the one guy that I really like in two years that I've been single, the one that like slept with someone right after me. If I was to forgiven him and to kept talking to him and dating him, let's just say that me and him dated officially after that situation, after he lost my trust by lying to me. Do you really think that I was going to trust that guy again? No. That is why I rejected his offer when he wanted to fix it, when he wanted to keep talking. When he said the reason why he lied was because he didn't want to lose me or lose communication with me. Just because a guy doesn't want to lose you doesn't mean it's going to work out. Yes, he probably freaked out because he saw, wow, I fucked up and I'm going to lose her. But if you don't trust that person, but way too early on, it was already going to start off with a horrible foundation. As much as I fucking liked him and as much as he was the perfect image of the guy that I want to end up with, I don't want to waste my time on another bad relationship. I jumped ship on that. I didn't want to waste more time just because he is like the guy I want to end up with because it was already going to start off with trust issues. And if you're already starting a relationship with trust issues, lies, cheating, whatever, (laughs) you think it's going to work out? No. And another thing I want to just add to this is every secret that you have against your partner or everything that you're lying to your partner will come out in the light and I don't know who I'm saying that for I don't know why that popped in my head but I always say that and I always say this to guys I date but they don't fucking understand until it happens later and I'm like don't you remember me saying this everything comes out in the light every truth comes out you can lie about something I've been caught in my past with my ex we had a breakup of course this is the on and off relationship I was just talking to you about that this girl was going crazy and reminded me of myself a month we were broken up and I slept with one guy and (laughs) I'm gonna tell this story actually because it's fucking funny I was single for a month my ex and I breaking up and then getting back together a month later he this is around the time he was talking to other girls same thing with this girl and this Lucas guy when I saw that he was you know talking to all these girls whatever I was like you know what I'm gonna do me So there was this guy that I've been wanting to talk to, but at that moment, I wasn't trying to date anyone. I wasn't trying to talk to anyone. I just wanted, like, revenge, but only to keep it to myself, I guess. I don't know. It's fucked up, I guess. So I go home with this guy, and we all call him one-night stand panties. One-night stand panties is a funny story because we hooked up at his house, and we were hooking up in the dark, and he took my panties off and flinged it across the room. I don't know where they ended up. Next morning, I wake up, and I'm like, where's my clothes? Where's my fucking panties? Where are my underwear at? Like, I don't know where they're at. And legit, his one-night stand on the side of his bed has a knob on there, and my bright-ass pink panties are hanging off the knob. And I thought that was hilarious because, guess what? It, was a, it wasn't a one-night stand, but because I only hooked up with him once, and he threw it in the dark, 
it landed like that. So I grabbed my phone, which ladies don't fucking do this because this is what bit me in the ass. Not saying I shouldn't have been caught. Yes, I should have been caught, but it's not like I cheated. Anyways, so I took a snap of the one I stand on the handle on the drawer knob and I sent it to my girlfriends and I was like laughing my ass off. Look where my panties ended up at this guy's house, which I'm not going to say his name. And we all laughed. We thought it was funny, but my dumbass saved the photo and my camera roll. So when my ex came back in the picture, went through my phone, flipped the fuck out, and I lied so bad. And I said that those panties were my girlfriend's and that she sent me a snap and that you can tell it was a snap because look at it. Da, 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 da. And he didn't believe it. He knew in his gut he didn't believe it. And anytime we would argue and he would bring that up, I would fucking stick to my lie because I was like, well, I'm already fucking far deep in this lie. I can't, I can't come back from it. And six months, maybe a year later, when that situation wasn't even any part of our problems, we had other problems, he finds those same exact panties in my drawer and waits for me to get off of work. I come home and he's just holding the panties and he's like, yep, these are your friend's panties, right? And I got caught. So from that situation, I learned the truth always comes out. You can't hide the truth. It will fucking catch up to you. And not only that, you could try to hide every evidence. It doesn't matter. They're going to fucking find out eventually. So you might as well be honest. Because yes, they might be hurt with the truth. But at least you had enough respect to be honest. Which I've been in both sides. And I've learned from both sides. So I don't got time to lie. I don't got time to hide anything. Because I'm looking for something real. I'm not looking for temporary shit. So keep that in mind. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. Thank you. An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a prayer.